at the sound of my voice was originally created for me to verbalize my poetry. Initially, when I first began writing, it was a way for me to escape. To use words to create a different outcome when whatever was happening in my life wasn't what I wanted it to be. Well, you know how the mind works. Once your imagination starts to run, if you let it run long enough, you might end up somewhere new. I've always been one a desire to inspire mental as well as a physical stimulation with my work. With this platform, I want to introduce the most seductively, prolifically diverse, widest array of poetry and scripted stories that will arouse the audience's intellect and hopefully provide a newness in their perspectives. Now, at the sound of my voice, let's go. At least. At least you got a man. This had been repeated to me too many times to count while being told that I should accept the mediocrity of the relationship that I found myself in. At least. I should be satisfied with my, at least he calls you. Even if it was a call to curse me out and accuse me of doing something that I would never do. At least. At least he wants to marry you. That's more than you can say for a lot of your friends. And I didn't even have to get pregnant first. I was privileged because at least he's not hitting me. Meanwhile, he was just emotionally and verbally abusing me, a fact that at the time, I just couldn't see. I have a friend whose boyfriend hits her sometimes, and she is the woman I vowed never to be. At least you're not your friend, I convinced myself. At least. At least he has a job. I can still hear him justifying to me after begging him for a little more quality time. You know how many men don't work and are out here living off their women? At least. Spending our days like misguided ships, constantly crashing into each other, my nights spent crying on my closet floor after another fight, trying to reconcile with myself my own at least in my mind. At least he only grabbed you. At least he said he was sorry this time. The Bible says to forgive even if they wrong you seven times seven times seven. But how many times do I have to forgive being called a bitch or a dumbass before I don't have to forgive anymore? How many it's okays or he was just upsets do I have to announce before it's not okay anymore? At least your name is on the lease this time, I declared to myself after he tried to put me out for the second time. At least. My at least had taken over my mind and I couldn't see straight. I nestled myself within his purposefully withheld love and affection towards me because at least he wasn't cheating on me. At least every once in a while he told me that he loved me. At least you know what his shit is. Someone else's shit would be all new, and everyone has some shit. We tell ourselves, at least we are still alive, and at least we didn't die, because we have been told over and over again that there are people in a lot worse situations than you. Conditioning ourselves that we should just be content, because as they say, life could be a lot worse. And although I know that's true, why does that negate the pain that I am going through? I should just be overjoyed with the constant fighting because at least I have someone to curl up with at night. Reinforcing the false narrative that I would rather have bad times with you than good times with someone else because having a man is like hitting the lotto. And at least you're not by yourself. I was expected to be peacefully and pleasantly pleased with my pain because no relationship is perfect and at least being with him was some sense of security dispensing second third fourth and fifth chances like they were free flu shots at the pharmacy i needed to be ecstatic because at least you had somebody and having someone love honor and revere me just because of who i am was just an unrealistic dream at least at least i had a ring 
And he is, or at least he was the man that I was supposed to spend the rest of my life with. But at least he came clean about the lies and the deceit. At least he acknowledged that he hurt you. Like the acknowledgement wipes away the scars caused by his hurtful choices, at least. At least now you know the truth. Like the truth creates some magic clarity that washes over you and you automatically know what you should do next. And at least he's committed to you and he isn't sleeping with anyone else. Let me get this straight. I should be walking on air because he did the bare minimum in a relationship and mustered up just enough willpower not to stick his dick in any other women. I should be overjoyed that today he managed to not blow up in me over something as small as doing the dishes. I should stay frustrated and be chipper about him constantly pointing out my inadequacies and throw a party every time he told me that he could do better than me. Wallowing in my brokenness, staying in our dysfunction, accepting my destruction just to be able to say, at least, I'm sorry, but I no longer wish to be loved, at least. No more halfway kind of love that is measurable based on how you feel about me in that moment. Don't give me any more love insufficiently. You know, the kind that's somewhat like love, but not really, where you only love me based on what I can do for you. Only appreciated at my best and torn down when I'm at my worst. No more because I deserve to be fully embraced. I hope to be completely seen. I warrant total honesty. I have the right to entire transparency. I am worthy of being wholly accepted for the woman that I am growing to be. And at most, I pray to be completely, fully, and entirely and wholly free and released from a relationship, a friendship, a life, and especially a love. That's just at least. My name is Lady Joshua, and I am a wordsmith. Um, you can find me on Instagram at lady underscore Joshua one. I also have a blog and you can find it at naturalwoman.weebly.com. That's natural, N-A-T-U-R-E-A-L woman.weebly.com. I also do open mics all over Dallas. I do open mics at the Doc Bookshop in Fort Worth. Um, nothing but Poetry Live Dallas, Dallas Black Canvas. And I am currently a Dallas Slam ambassador for Dallas Poetry Slam. And we do poetry every Friday night in downtown Dallas at a place called Heroes Lounge. And the piece you just heard was called At Least. And At Least is a piece I wrote about a year ago. And it was after I had gone through a really, really bad relationship and then a really bad breakup. And I was really struggling with moving on with my life. And I had all these people telling me all these different things. And I wrote the poem as a response to the things that people were saying to me. And also it was a way for me to be honest and upfront about what was really going on within my relationship. Things that a lot of people in my life didn't even know. And whenever I write something, my first goal is to be as honest as possible. So I wanted to create that piece so that I had the space to be honest with everybody. And when I write, I want to leave my audience with something to think about. So I try to create images in people's heads with my words and I want them to see what I see and feel what I feel. And I like to write so that people can hear it and they can relate to it. I like to make relational work. So when someone hears it, they can say, oh, I went through that too. Or I know someone who went through that or I understand what you're feeling. Um, and that's kind of how I became interested in poetry was I hearing poems and thinking, oh, I felt that too. Um, I remember being a kid and watching the movie Poetic Justice, as cliche as that sounds, 
I remember watching the movie Poetic Justice and hearing Maya Angelou's poems and just thinking, me too, I feel that way sometimes too. And that made me want to start reading more poetry. And I've always loved reading, but it made me want to dig deeper into what poetry was. And I've always loved words and I like the way that words make me feel. And I always say that the dictionary is my favorite book because I love words so much. And for me, writing things down and writing my feelings down has always been such a release for me. I can physically feel the weight of something lifting off me when I write about it. And writing has always been even easier than talking for me. I can write my feelings down so much better than I can even say them. So when I found spoken word and poetry, it was really therapy for me. It was a release. And poetry lets me do that in a different way. And I can find different ways to say the same thing. I can find different words that mean the same thing. And I like synonyms and what's the opposite of this word. And I can put it there. And I like the way that it sounds when I say it out loud. So all my poetry comes from a real place. It comes from a personal place. And I like to take things that I've gone through and I write them down. And even if it's just a scenario that is played out in my head, I take that and I write it down and then I unravel it. And I try to create something from that feeling. Um, Poetry is a feeling for me. And the words that I have have a power over how I feel, how I feel. And I put those into words. And I remember I was working with a poet. I had this poet that I work with at Dallas Poetry Slam. He told me that everything can be used as an opportunity to write. It can be used as inspiration. He said, whether you're writing a great novel or you're writing a grocery list, or even if you're just writing about not being able to write, everything is an opportunity to be inspiration and it can become something more and something that you can put on paper. So that's why I write things because everything can be written about.